Thank you for downloading the Sacramento Kings podcast here on the Hootball Podcast Network. I am your host, Damian Barling. Again, appreciate you as always for tuning in here, subscribing, downloading. Uh, If you're new to the program, uh, welcome in. We've got Kings basketball to talk about. Unfortunately, the four-game road trip starts off on a negative note as the Kings lose to the Portland Trailblazers 127-116. to Kings now 8-12 on the season four games under 500. The Portland Trailblazers, they move to 9-13. We'll talk a little bit about them. Uh, we'll talk about the upcoming road trip. or We'll talk about the upcoming portion of the road trip. Off to Texas that the Sacramento Kings go to here as uh, we roll along here. Of course, we'll break down the game for you. And we'll hear from Sacramento Kings head coach Luke Walton. Before we do all of that stuff, I want to give you a little rundown. Busy couple of days ahead. Lots of Kings basketball on the way. We've got the Kings uh, on Friday. We've got uh, more Kings basketball on uh, Sunday and Monday as well. So I do want to give you uh, a quick little rundown of uh, what the show is going to look like here over the course of the next couple of days. The Sacramento Kings will take on the San Antonio Spurs on Friday. I'm not quite sure about how we're going to do a post-game show that day. Uh, I'm going to be unavailable immediately following the game. I'm going to try to get a show up for you. I'm going to try to get a show up for you uh, sometime probably late Friday night. If I can do that, if I can uh, get back at a reasonable time, I'm going to have to watch the fourth quarter when I get in. I'm going to be able to catch most of the game, uh, but I am going to miss the fourth quarter, so I would have to watch it uh, when I got back to the home studios here. So uh, don't expect the Kings podcast here immediately following the game uh, for Friday night, but I will try to get one up for you. Uh, as far as Sunday, it's the first game of a doubleheader, uh, so no show on Sunday. Uh, we'll have everything covered for you on Monday. Uh, as I mentioned before, I don't like doing the shows on a, a first day of a back-to-back because it really gives you a, a one day to listen. And by that point, if, if you if you aren't able to listen there that first day, the show becomes dated and it kind of gets skipped over. And I figure it's a better use of uh, your time as well as ours over here at Hoopball to cover everything there on the second night of a back-to-back. So hopefully we'll be able to get something up for you Friday. Uh, Not sure the logistics of that or how it's going to work, but I will try to get something up for you Friday. If not, we'll be back with you immediately following uh, the game with the Houston Rockets. This is a difficult trip for the Sacramento Kings, and it started tonight. And, you know, it's what made that loss against Chicago so frustrating. I mean, you don't count wins and losses in the NBA. You don't do it with the Sacramento Kings. You don't do it with anybody. But we know that Bogdan Bogdanovich has been hurting. He didn't play tonight. Uh, we, we believe we're getting closer to a Marvin Bagley return. We're still a couple of weeks away from a De'Aaron Fox return. And that Chicago Bulls team, you know, they, they, statistically, they're just not a very good team. You're playing at home. You're coming off that overtime win against the Denver Nuggets. And it's like, okay, we've got a difficult road trip coming up. Portland's playing on the second night of a back-to-back. We might, might be able to steal one there. Uh, and then we're headed to Texas where we're playing the San Antonio Spurs and you know, we beat them a couple of times last year. You feel like at some point they're going to turn it around. They're going to get going. They had a win against the Houston Rockets, a, a disputed win, but a win nonetheless against the Houston Rockets uh, last night. And then you've got a couple of MVP candidates coming up in Luka Doncic with the Dallas Mavericks and James Harden with the with the Houston Rockets. But the Chicago Bulls game happened. There's nothing you could do about it, and here we are. You know, we'll take you through the Portland game as best as we can. Just a quick look over here at Basketball Reference. Kings lose. Uh, 127 to 116 
by my eyes, and hopefully they're not lying to me, this 127 points is the most points that the Sacramento Kings have given up here so far this season. They gave up 124 a couple of times, including opening night against the Phoenix Suns uh, and also uh, against the Toronto Raptors as well. Uh, But other than that, you know, the Kings, for the most part, have played pretty well defensively. Uh, so this was this was uncharacteristic, and it was pretty clear from the start. Uh, that's what this game was going to be. Portland was desperate for a win. Uh, Portland ha- has not got things going. There was actually a point here, uh, not to jump ahead too far, but there was a point in the mid midway through, maybe six minutes in the fourth quarter, where Dame Lillard hit that three. It, it, it had come. The Sacramento Kings were down three. Uh, they missed a three-point shot. Dame Lillard came in, got kind of a little floater in. Next possession, Kings don't convert, which was really the story there of the fourth quarter. And then Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard hit a three, and I thought, ah, this is usually normally, you know, in in years past, I'd feel like, all right, this is Dame time. And I didn't feel that when he hit that shot. I thought, you know, the way this game is going, I think the Kings can reel off a couple of baskets here. And, you know, they're they're right back in it a minute and a half later. That didn't happen. Uh, it just wasn't going the Kings way in, in, in Portland. They were they were perfectly content. And again, this was very, very clear from the start. They were perfectly content in going back and forth with the Sacramento Kings. And perhaps the strategy behind that was pretty simple. The Kings were going to open this game without Bogdan Bogdanovich. They were going to open this game without Marvin Bagley. And they were going to open this game without De'Aaron Fox. They were going to put the scoring uh, pressure there on Buddy Heald. And Buddy was obviously quite aware of that. And he played with that scoring burden on his shoulders as he took a whole bunch of shots there in the first half and they weren't really falling for him. Um, You know, the Kings got down a little bit there at the beginning. They corrected course pretty quickly. Um, And then, and then they fell behind eight and they, they, you know, they turned an eight point deficit into an eight point lead back into an eight point deficit. And the game just kind of went back and forth and it stayed really close there uh, until the fourth quarter. The, again, these two teams were perfectly content on skipping the defensive portion of this game. And it was clear as day in the first quarter. It was very clear in the first half. Uh, you know, the first half just rolled along with a bunch of back-and-forth basketball. The Kings went into halftime uh, down two. Rashawn Holmes was playing fantastic there in the first half. He was 5-5 five of five, uh, with 11.6 rebounds. But he healed. He had 17 points, but I don't think he was playing particularly well. He was 7-17 shooting. You don't want to have the same amount of points as he has shots. And, but... You know, going back to the remark we just made there, no bogey, no Marvin, no De'Aaron. The, the, the scoring pressure was going to be on De, uh, Buddy, and what you got from uh, Rashawn Holmes was was a pleasant surprise. The unfortunate part about what Rashawn Holmes was doing is that Hassan Whiteside was doing it on the other end for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. So they were kind of canceling each other out as the third quarter got here and got rolling. Uh, Nemanja Bjelica, he he was a a, a big. He was a big part of the Sacramento Kings scoring there uh, in the third quarter. And Rashawn continued his solid play, but he settled down a little bit. And I say that like, yeah, he really didn't. Like, he kind of got to the foul line. He just, he he couldn't get going again. 17 points there in the first half, but he finished with 23. I think he only had, I think he was one of seven in the second half. What he started to do, it's something that he doesn't do nearly enough as he tried to get to the foul line. But again, he didn't try to get to the foul line enough. There were points there where the where the, the, the Trailblazers were in. They were in the penalty. But the Kings continued to be a jump-shooting team. Not a good strategy uh, for tonight. 
Uh, they were 11 of 34 from three-point range. The Portland Trailblazers were 16 of 32. That was a major difference. The Kings' field goal percentage also uh, played a major factor in this game is they shot 46%, and the Portland Trailblazers shot 56%. Now, we can go through all of these team stats and kind of pick apart, well, what did the Kings do well? Uh, what did they do poorly? Uh, points in the paint belong to the Portland Trailblazers, not by a massive margin, but it did belong to the Portland Trailblazers. Hassan Whiteside had a big game. I imagine that's going to just irk the hell out of Kings fans because Hassan Whiteside is one of those. He's one of those guys where, you know, one night, what do you, what do you, what do you have tonight? Uh, 22 points, eight of 10 shooting for Hassan Whiteside, you know, 22, 16, seven assists tomorrow. He could be completely non-existent. Uh, that, and that not only, you know, drives Kings fans nuts. I think that drives just NBA fans in general nuts who, who follow him and been, and have watched him and believe that Hassan Whiteside is one of those guys who has, you know, he has a lot of potential. He, he, he has the talent to be a great player in the league, at least, or at least maybe not a great player, but at least a very good player. We've seen moments like this from Hassan Whiteside before, but they're so few and far between when they happen against your team. You feel like it's your team that did something wrong. Uh, but Carmelo Anthony, you know, he was shooting really, really well at the start of the game. Uh, kind of much like C.J. McCollum was. C.J. McCollum was on fire at the beginning of the game. Like, he was white hot. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was super efficient. Everybody, you know, they all kind of settled down as the game went along. Uh, C.J. McCollum settled down. He started to miss a couple of shots. Carmelo Anthony... He settled down. He started to miss a couple of shots, but it was at that point Dame got going a little bit. Uh, Baysmore got going a little bit for for the uh, Portland Trailblazers, and that was really important for them. And as we mentioned a moment ago, uh, Nemanja Bialica was a big part of what the Sacramento Kings are doing. I don't know if I've referenced it here on this podcast lately. I know I've mentioned it on my daily podcast. If you want to check that out, Daily Sports Talk. It's called The Podcast with Damian Barling, available here on the same podcast platform that you're listening to this one on. But I love Yogi Ferrell. I am a yogi guy. If this was the WWE, there would be a t-shirt made for me and it would say, I'm a yogi guy. I love Yogi Ferrell, man. He provides instant energy for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he, he, uh, he, he's, he's just a spark and he was good offensively here and he really kept the Sacramento Kings. He kept things going for them a little bit there in the second quarter and into the third. Uh, and he was, he was a big part of what they were doing. But again, it just, it just wasn't enough. And I don't even know how to, you know, I'm frustrated I was frustrated at the Bulls' loss because I believe that the Bulls are a bad team. I don't know what Portland is yet, and I was actually having a conversation with my buddy Marshall Harris over at CBS 13 uh, here in Sacramento about Portland, and 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 not like like I just can't quite put my finger on it. And I'm looking at them, you know, they're 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 nine and thirteen now, and it's like, well, is that what they are? Like, is that is that what they are this year? And I I don't know the answer to that. I I don't know if this is a team that's going to snap out of it. Obviously, they did it. At various points last year, I kind of, I, I, I'm kind of waiting for the San Antonio Spurs to do the same thing. San Antonio Spurs are a notoriously slow starting team, and of course, last year there was a stretch where they were the most dangerous team in the league. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to write off San Antonio here yet, especially with the Sacramento Kings having to play them on Friday night. But I look at Portland as like I, I, I just can't figure out what they are. But I, but there's a, you know. There's a belief in me that still thinks the Portland's they're going to string together like a series of wins and they're going to pull themselves up to 500 and perhaps get above 500 as well. So I think significantly higher of this team than I do say the Chicago Bulls. 
And, you know, entering this game, no Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know, I've mentioned it three times here. Bogey out with the knee contusion. You have no Marvin Bagley. Uh, you have no De'Aaron Fox. Like, that's that's tough to overcome. But as the game progresses, you realize, man, the Kings are in this game, and they have the opportunity to win it. And a couple of made baskets here, a couple of made baskets there, and perhaps they steal this game, or at least they're in a significantly better position than down by 11 uh, to, to, to win this. And... I think a lot of their, you know, their missed shots, I think a lot of a lot of it had to do with bad decision making. They had the opportunity, like they were in the bonus. They had the opportunity to get to the foul line and get baskets with the clock stopped. You know, they were doing they they were scoring points in the point. They were they wound up being outscored by six. It was 52 to 46 in terms of points in the paint. They they had the ability, like they were they were handling business down there. Like Rashawn Holmes was playing where and the Monty Bielitsa was playing well. And it's like as the game, as the game kind of went along. They just went away from it, and they they settled with taking jump shots and taking threes there in the final moments. I'll have more on that, but first, let's go to Luke Walton. It's flat tonight, uh, you know, especially being being shorthanded, tough tough place to play up here. Um, you know, we we made too many mistakes. I felt like uh, throughout the game that ended up costing us. Uh, and then give your you know tip your hat to Portland. I mean, they shot 50 plus percent from three. Uh, Lillard got hot down the stretch. CJ did what he's been doing lately. So it's a very it's a, it's a talented team, and uh, uh, they uh, they they took you know we gave ourselves we put ourselves in position to have a chance to win, which is what we're trying to do uh, in the final five six minutes. And then they just they took over and uh, showed why they've uh, had so much success over here with that group. Do you think this Portland team is better than their record? Yes. I think this team's uh, uh, much better than their, their record. Uh, you know, you watch them play, and uh, you know them when just from being around uh, what they're capable of. Uh, um, but, you know, it's... We know that, and it's our job to come in and and try to win win games, anyways. But that's a that's a good team. Do you feel like your team ran out of gas a little bit? Um, yeah, I thought our guys fought pretty hard throughout. We just, you know, at the end, I'm sure you know our guys were a little tired, but their guys were tired too. Um, they had the home crowd. They some of their threes went in, some of ours didn't, and then it kind of just it got away from us a little bit. Um, but yeah, our guys are playing playing uh, some some heavy minutes. Uh, but that's that's the NBA. What did you make of Rashawn's game tonight? Uh, he, he's 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 impressive. Uh, you know his ability to uh, to anchor that defense for us. Uh, even though our overall defense wasn't great tonight, I mean it's he's up there. Blit, you know, shocking. CJ and then they swing it to Lillard and he's running the other side of the court and yelling out the coverages and uh, doing everything we want our, our big man to do for us um, and then you know the offensive stuff uh, was you know that, happy for him individually uh, but he's you know he's, he's continuing to grow and really you know know where to get his uh, get his points from What positive do you take from him last tonight? From tonight, I gotta watch it again. Um, but uh, you know, I'm sure watching the tape, we did a, some things good, some things bad, and we'll put a, uh, that type of edit together and keep uh, keep working. Would you like your team's progress this season? I love it. We got a good group. They're, they're scrapping, and unfortunately, we've been hit with a you know good amount of injuries, but. Uh, 
uh, you know, we got off to a slow start. And I just kept keep fighting, keep fighting, and keep working. That's a good mentality to have. Um, that's a that's a good place to cut this off, only because I couldn't hear other than what James Ham was saying there. Uh, other than the questions that James Ham was asking to Luke Walton, I could I couldn't hear what the the, the questions asked then, uh, or the the questions being asked were. I, I do disagree with, and, and maybe I didn't watch this closely enough, and you please uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. You can always connect with the show, by the way, on our 24-7 text line, 916-888-5898. Uh, it, I didn't feel like Portland took over, uh, it, with the exception of you know, you know that, that moment I, I referenced here at the beginning of the podcast when the Kings were down three, they missed a chance, they missed a shot to tie it. So... Uh, CJ came back, had like a little floater, kind of like it looked like he was about to dunk and then he kind of just laid it in. Uh, no shot on the next possession for the Kings. And then Dame Lillard comes back and hits a three. That put them down eight. That I don't feel like at any point Dame, CJ, Portland took over. I feel like the Sacramento Kings didn't score. I think those are two very different things because, and maybe he, and maybe what Luke Walton is doing there is he's giving credit to the defense. But I didn't think Portland played defense all night. I think that was evident from the beginning. I mean, the score after the end of the first quarter was 35 to 30 in favor of the Kings. Portland outscored the Kings uh 36 to 29. Third quarter, 34 to 31 in favor of Portland. There was no defense being played here through the first three quarters. 27 to 21 there in the final fourth quarter. I think that had more to do with uh the shot selection by both teams, I mean, 27 points, that's a lot for Portland. But I, I don't I don't think Portland suddenly decided, hey, we're going to play defense here in this quarter. I don't think that's what happened. Just shots didn't fall for the Kings. And I think they took a lot of bad shots. I think that's a lot different than saying Portland took over. I don't think Portland took over. I think the Kings kind of folded up and didn't get the job done. I think the Kings kind of folded up and made poor decisions on the offensive end. They took threes when there was still plenty of time you know, to get to the foul line, stop the clock, and 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 get a couple of free throws with with the Portland and the penalty there at that moment, or at least try to work the paint because it had been pretty effective with Rashawn Holmes and 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 Emmanuel Bielitsa. You know, perhaps another frustrating element out of this game was you know a name we haven't even mentioned yet. Uh, not a lot of you know not a big night from Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes was never really able to get things going there. I don't think he had his first basket till late in the third. So it was, you know, not it, it just it, it it was a bad night offensively. It was a bad. You heard James Ham there ask Luke Walton, "Wow, oh, did it did it feel like the team was tired?" You know, and you know these these guys are certainly playing a lot of minutes. Buddy Heald was the only one who played forty, but this is the if if you're tired now, man, what the hell are they going to look like on Monday? And again, Kings didn't say they were tired. Luke Walton didn't didn't say that. That was the question that was asked to him. And Luke was like, yeah, well, if we were tired, they were tired. They were tired from, you know, the minutes. And that was actually, I thought that was a great question by, it, it was a great question by James because as as we were thrown there to, to the Luke Walton press conference, one of the things that I was thinking was this looked like the last game of a four-game road trip and not the first. And I can't fault these guys for being tired on a road trip. Really can't. Um, whether it's the first game or the fourth game, but you you know you can't be tired on the first game. You can't be tired on the first game, and then you got to go. You got to play Friday. You got to play Sunday. You got to play Monday. Man, what are you going to look like on Monday? 
Uh, let's check out Re- big big night from Rashawn Holmes. Let's hear what he had to say post game. Went to go help, and uh, I just found myself open a lot of times, and uh, was able to get a couple easy photos to go down, and uh, it was a pretty good night. What has this opportunity been like for you, getting not only like earning starts, but you know, it seems like you're building every game. Uh, just looking to get better, looking to grow with this team, and uh, we're all getting better. You know, uh, we're working hard every day. And uh, I think for me personally, it's about just getting better chemistry with the guys and uh, just knowing the spots that I'm supposed to be in. And uh, they've been doing a great job of finding me. So it's all coming together. Injuries have plagued you guys early in the season. What do you guys need to do to get through all of this and hopefully out the other side? Uh, we just got to stay strong, stay together. You know, everybody has to be ready to play. You know, we've been missing some key guys and De'Aaron, Marvin, Bogey. You know, uh, everybody's have to be ready to play. You know, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. And uh, we got to continue to go out there and try to get wins. You know, most important thing is to win ball games. Career high, 28 points from Rashawn Holmes there on 11 of 14, shooting 10 rebounds also uh, for the big fella. So he was the bright spot, uh, as he as he has been uh, quite a bit here in the early part of the season. He was the bright spot uh, for the Sacramento Kings tonight. Unfortunately, uh, they lose again, 127 to 116, uh, back to four games under 500, eight and 12 is their record. San Antonio coming up on Friday, the Dallas Mavericks coming up on Sunday, and the Houston Rockets coming up on Monday. Uh, De'Aaron Fox still a ways away from returning. Some speculation that uh, Marvin Bagley is going to be able to play here on this four-game road trip. Of course, we will cover all things Kings here for you on the Sacramento Kings podcast. We appreciate you, uh, as always, for listening. And remember those programming notes that we dropped at the beginning of here. Uh, if I can get a show out to you on Friday, I promise I will uh, have some business engagements that are going to keep me from uh, being around the home studio here uh, immediately following that game. So if I can get the fourth quarter in at a reasonable time uh, and get a podcast out to you, I absolutely promise I will. Uh, if not, uh, no show on the first night of a back-to-back. So we will be back with you on Monday night following the game against the Houston Rockets. If you haven't yet subscribed, uh, please do that. Just hit the subscribe button, get a new episode every single, every single time we drop one, uh, get notifications every time a new episode comes out. Uh, And, of course, if you haven't rated and reviewed the show yet, uh, that would mean a whole lot to us if you could do that as well. Hitting the five stars only takes a split second if you think we've earned it. uh, And leaving a review takes about 60 to 90 seconds, whatever you're up for writing. But we appreciate you being a part of what we're building over here on the Hoopball Podcast Network and the Sacramento Kings Podcast here. Uh, Any questions, any thoughts, any concerns, shoot them our way. 916-888-5898. I'm Damian Barling. Appreciate you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.